Hey there. Before we get to this week's episode of Between Two Mics, I want to tell you about another show I think you'll enjoy. I'm Matt Cole, and I'm one of the co-hosts of Debate This. It's a podcast about the questions in comic books and video games that no one is asking, like what color Yoshi is the best and what Pac-Man ghost is the scariest. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts or at debatethiscast.com. Okay, let's get to this week's episode of the Squadcast podcast, Between Two Mics. Welcome to Between Two Mics, the podcast that brings you remote recording resources from Squadcast.fm. I'm Rock Felder, co-founder and CFO of Squadcast. And I'm Zach Moreno, co-founder and CEO. On Between Two Mics, we bring you interviews with podcasters, experts in the field of remote recording, we discuss current events in podcasting, and so much more. Twice a month, you'll hear a Founders episode. That's just the two of us chatting about all things remote recording. Updates to Squadcast, what we're up to, and what we're listening to. The other two weeks of the month, we'll bring you interview episodes. Zach and I will sit down with experts in the podcast space to discuss their companies, their podcasts, their thoughts on podcasting, creating content, and more. The most exciting part? We're recording all of this on Squadcast, the best place to record remote audio and video interviews in studio quality. So let's get Between Two Mics. Welcome to another Founders episode of Between Two Mics. We are changing things up a bit this week. No hard-hitting podcast news, just good old-fashioned podcast recommendations and our thoughts on the act of slowing down to listen. And in other news, before we get to the episode, if you're a Squadcaster, look out for some announcements about a scavenger hunt we're planning for the end of the year. And we're having a town hall for our community on November 15th, November 15th. Details will be in the show notes. Okay, let's get to those recommendations. What's up, Rock? Zachariah, how are you? Doing great. Excited to talk about what we're listening to today. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had these check-ins and this is where it all started is this passion for for podcasting as as listeners, right? We wouldn't be here without that. And so we're big, big fans of the medium, not just as uh, creators and you know, creating software for creators, but also we, we still get the listening in every now and then. I, I will say though, it's been more challenging for me still, still trying to figure out that, that groove, that that good uh, schedule uh, to just constantly get in the, the stuff that I want. But I'm getting back into it. How about you? Same here. I relied heavily on the commute before we were kind of working uh, full-time on Squadcast and remote. So finding that space to listen, I, I do think I've made progress and I've been cultivating more of like a, a cue that, that I'm working my, my way through and enjoying quite a lot. So cultivating a cue, look at you, some new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went through over the weekend, I went through and cleaned up a bunch of the subscriptions that I had. I, kind of blew my mind. I was subscribed to a bunch of stuff that was like, sadly, no longer active. And uh, oh, it, wow. it kind of blew my mind the volume of shows that were no longer active. I mean, maybe this is just my little microcosm. But mm -hmm. I also was subscribed to a lot of stuff. So uh, so I basically took it down to like, okay, if I listen to this, like in the last six months in the last year, you know, what am I excited to like, who's doing cool stuff going forward? So yeah, I took it down from 
too many to still probably a bit too many, but <laughs> you know, it's cool. <laughs> so a little pruning, a little cultivating. Yes. Nice little, little, little farmer over there. <laughs> and then I, I've also gotten sucked in and been binging one show in particular uh, recently. And I, uh, I have one that I, I'm excited to start that is also, you know, we talked about on the Squadcast blog and customers of ours that have recorded all of their content on the Squadcast platform. So I'm excited to, to start the Aftershock podcast. Ariel keeps, uh, mm. keeps recommending it to me. So I, uh, mm-hmm. have that at the top of my list, but I've not yet started it. So we'll kind of get that out of the way, but excited to listen to, uh, to Aftershock. I mean, the cast they have and, also just you know really proud that they recorded that uh quality on on our platform so what's the one that got you sucked in and and binging sounds aggressive yeah it's the the dropout on elizabeth holmes's trial from uh the the founder of theranos and all of the Mm. fraud and deception and like crazy stories wrapped up in you know what was uh why it's meaningful for me is like i mean it's it's kind of a crazy story regardless i think you know uh it's interesting probably to most people but i've been following theranos and elizabeth holmes for a long time as a as like mm. a founder that i looked up to and pre yeah fraud and all that stuff quite a lot so the turtleneck got you. <laughs> well, I mean, if they had been telling the truth, or even if it was like 1% of the truth, it's amazing what they were trying to do. Mm. Like, I think we can all agree if you if you set aside physics and like the facts of the situation of why this isn't possible, if it were possible, it would be incredible. So the problem is, is that it was literally incredible. Like it was, it was uh, not rooted in reality or science or, and when you, uh, raise that much money and have that many investors. Like there's all these lawsuits. I think there's a civil case now. So yeah, season one is like leading up to the trial. And then season two is, I believe, chronicling the trial. And there's some twists in here too, that she's a pretty interesting person. She's a very smart person, right? She and her partner had a had a child before the trial started. And that kind of oh, yeah, yeah, stirs yeah. up a bunch of questions like... Is this unethical because she could be going away to prison for 20 years or and and she's trying to, like, get sympathy from jurors or, you know, she's about the age where people have children. So, (laughs) you know, it's just like not everything needs to be this like conspiracy thing. But like, I don't know, there's just so many interesting things about that story to me. And uh, yeah, being here in in Silicon Valley and a founder myself, it's, it's just very fascinating And it really, you know, you and I talk about this all the time, but it seems like there's an interesting relationship with due diligence these days. And people kind of, Mm. you would expect due diligence to be kind of part of a process and part of a sophisticated investor workflow. But um, surprisingly, shockingly, it kind of shows up in these stories like Theranos, where clearly... There's a lot of people who are even in the story who are being interviewed who I'm like, you definitely share some of this responsibility. Like the team at Walgreens who approved this partnership and rolled it out like they did. That's negligence, in my opinion. Yes, they were being lied to, but also it's your responsibility to protect your customers. And um, there's a bunch of things in there that I just think like that shouldn't have happened. That should have stopped it right there. But it went on for like close to 15 years or something like that, which is another fascinating fact 
Right. Well, the HBO special has been out many of years now, right? So we've we've heard this story before. You and I have talked about it. It is fascinating. Um, yeah, I think I'd get but tired what makes of the it. Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> what makes the podcast so interesting? Is it because it's like more current with what's going on with the trial? Or is there just like more information that you're finding out? Because I know like um, one of the kind of interesting and whew, it would be awful to think of this happening to you, but like their, their text messages getting oh, yeah. uh, exposed to the public, both of them and her calling him like tiger lion something and him just like completely ignoring <laughs> it and talking about something else. It's just like, this is what, uh, what a, what a fun relationship that must be. What, what about the podcast is, is got you just so sucked in because this is a story that you're, you're familiar with. Yeah, I mean, a lot A lot has been said about her voice and how she has, like, changed her voice to sound, you know, lower and um, whether that's code switching, uh, wh- whatever the reason for that. I think it's interesting to hear the tape, right, the, to, to hear her phone, some of her phone calls, to hear some of the depositions, to hear people talk about people like former Apple employees who worked on, like, iPhone with Steve Jobs, like talking about what it was like to work with, uh, telling these stories, what it was like to work on the Edison device with uh, Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos and how there were all these differences. And then just like knowing what we know about running a team and then like all the stuff that they were firing people, like it was the thing to do. Like they would get these like crazy talented people with backgrounds like Apple or whatever. And yeah, like a few weeks later, they're fired. And it's like, Hmm. That's very interesting. You know, so I think it's like hearing about what it was like inside their organization. And then another piece that I hadn't heard of was from, um, I believe the, the widow of their, their chief science officer who committed suicide because of the work that, because of the lies and because of the position that, that the company was putting him in, it's devastating. But to, to hear, I, I hadn't heard the depth of that story that that was really eye opening to me, and then yeah, I I'm almost to season two, so I'm not in the um, in the trial yet. But that's that's kind of the main reason why I was like, okay, cool, this will be probably some backstory I wasn't aware of. Go a little bit deeper than the documentaries and the articles that uh, I've written or that I've read, and then and then yeah, going forward into the trial, check it out if you're interested in wild stuff in startup land. Kind of funny too, because our last founders episode, we were talking about a similar topic with lack of due diligence being done. That's true. <laughs> uh, you know, a, a, found, a founder kind of, uh, not kind of, but basically just yeah. lying, right? And uh, kind of being able to go somewhere with it. It's it is it's mind blowing, but apparently that's uh, it's a topic that we're interested it's a fine in. Line <laughs> between yeah, vision of what could be and just straight up lies. So. Yeah, We have to self-regulate. We have to stay mindful. We have to practice these things. All we can control is what we do. So, so that's mm-hmm. just one show I'm listening to. I also, I've been, I've listened to a few episodes of Right Now-ish, a KQED show, which focuses on people doing interesting things in the Bay Area. Some really interesting like art stuff with glass blowing and mural painting. And then my space junkie habit. I still listen to our ludicrous, our ludicrous future and main engine cutoff podcast to get like my space news on all the SpaceX, Blue Origin, Starship, getting to Mars, all that stuff. Uh, you know, Artemis, NASA. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back soon with more from Between Two Mics. 
Hey, listener, a quick note to let you know about the latest and greatest from Squadcast. We recently launched Squadcast version 4.9, and it's got some really great new features we want to make sure you know about. You can now hide your own camera from view. So if you're chatting with an interviewee and you don't want to stare at your own face, that's now possible. This was a very popular suggestion from the community. Also, we are now integrated with podcast host Captivate. So if you use them to host your show, there are some great new ways to schedule Squadcast sessions from your Captivate dashboard. We've also got some more Zapier integrations. We also introduced an auto re-rendering for audio and video files, so that will save you a click and a whole lot more. You can discover v4.9 by logging into your Squadcast account. As always, let us know what you think, and there'll be more updates coming soon from us and the rest of the Squadcast engineering team. All right, let's get back to the show. So what do you got going on? What's what, what's in your headphones? Yeah, well, thanks for asking. There's all, I'm always listening to like business or personal finance stuff on YouTube, uh, but also in podcast form too. But to be honest, I've been pretty bored with that stuff lately. What I've been learning is like, I don't know, for my investment style, like my approach to things, I'm very like minimalist focused, like try to avoid the noise. So like a lot of the shows, mm-hmm. they're just noisy and like full of BS. And I'm starting to kind of see that I'm kind of starting to see like these YouTubers who I came to or, or podcasters that I came to for certain information. And like that, that was good information or whatever, but now I'm seeing them trying to like keep up with the Joneses and how they're like developing and evolving and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like, turning me off to a lot of that stuff. And I just think like, actually, that's probably a good thing. It's just disappointing. Cause like I have to find new, new stuff to entertain me or, or to watch or whatever. But like, that's the thing is like, my style is kind of boring when it comes to investing in finance. So, you know, it is what it is. So what I've been listening to lately, that's been interesting for me is the rework podcast by the founders of Basecamp and, and Hey, um, I've read the book rework Classic. Yeah, back when we first yeah. were starting Squadcast, I want to say like 2016, 2017, that was one of the books that I read during that time period. And, you know, so I was still working at a corporate job. And just like, I remember chapter after chapter just being like, oh, everything they're saying just hits. This is what I want. This is what I believe. Like, and they have a really, they do a really good job of like asking these questions or turning things that like, I wouldn't even think to question. And, and then all of a sudden you start like you know, they, they just turn things around really well. So like, for example, one of the the podcast episodes I listened to recently uh, on the rework podcast was them talking about how they don't like to talk about planning things or refer to things as a plan because it's really just all guesses that they think there's a lot of baggage with planning where guess there's like less baggage or if you, if you fail, oh, well, it was a guess. Like we were wrong. Whereas a plan, it's like, oh, we didn't execute on this plan. Mm. We screwed up. Why didn't we, who, who, you know, who's to blame? Are we, are we failing type of deal? Whereas a uh, guess there's like less pressure, less stuff like that. So, so stuff like that is, is fascinating to me, but the episode that I want to talk to you about is it's uh, titled uh, Enough with Entrepreneur. <laughs> I think I they saw this in a basically tweet. basically like don't yeah. like the word entrepreneur. And so I thought they were going to take it one way where it's pretty easy to consider yourself an entrepreneur. I mean, really, what does it mean? It's easy to, I guess, say you're an entrepreneur, but to me, it, it means something that like it actually means something like it means more than yeah. just starting. It means like cultivating. Surviving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we yeah, go. there's a lot of, a lot of people selling wolf tickets, a lot of aspirations, let's say. 
Yeah. So that's how I was thinking it was going to go, but I was definitely wrong. They are like, no, we need to stop putting so, put it on a pedestal, put entrepreneurs on a pedestal, put the word entrepreneur on a pedestal that really all you are is just a, you're just a starter. You're a businessman person. You're, you're a starter of a business and that's amazing and obviously required and, and comes with a lot of courage and skill sets that I think are admirable. But yeah, they were like, it, it shouldn't be glorified and they don't like apparently like to think of themselves as entrepreneurs. And the reason why I bring that up is because like when we were starting Squadcast, man, I just remember like wanting to be an entrepreneur so bad, but like not feeling like I can consider myself one until like, I don't know, we actually had customers till we were actually starting to get paid, like getting a paycheck from Squadcast, like in, with my name from it, that, that was a special moment. That's actually the moment when I felt like, okay, I'm actually an entrepreneur now. Like this, we built this business from basically nothing. And now it's, not just paying my bills, but paying other people's bills. Like that's yeah. freaking amazing. Right. But maybe I did put a little too much like importance on, on this word or being that having that title. Cause like now that I'm here, I'm kind of like, I kind of get what they're saying, oh, yeah. you know, but you need a title for this, right? What, what is the <laughs> title? It's maybe this, maybe there is a better yeah. word for it. I like founders, but not everybody in business is a founder. So I, I get that, you know, entrepreneurs a bit broad yeah. there. Yeah, it's not a term that that I like. I I don't I like, think I ever referred to myself. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think like I've ever really referred to myself as definitely not out loud. I don't think in writing. Maybe other people have written it about me, but I talk about building stuff. Starting, yeah, I, I think of it as more as building rather than starting. Like you just, if you're going to build something, you have to start somewhere, right? So it's just like okay. I think there's so there's right. too much like sure. glory given to like that first step. I mean, think about how many people take a first step and right. they don't take well, the second, third or whatever. And we don't talk to those people like, oh, wow, that's amazing. You started something new that didn't exist. And it's like, the difference is that, yeah, right. you, you keep going. You treat it as a craft, as a practice and seek to get better at it. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it was interesting. It was an interesting conversation. It's just funny because they're like, sometimes I just think that they say these things just to be I don't know, salacious, provocative, whatever. But uh, it does get me thinking because I don't know. I, I do think that it's words are important, and and uh, I definitely fell into like glamorizing and glorifying this title. And now that yeah, we're being referred to as this, we we started this business and it's 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 going. So I think we could we are justified in calling ourselves that. But yeah, there is this like also the the negative yeah. connotation with it and stuff too. I think so. especially because there's people like Elizabeth Holmes dragging it through the mud. So what do you like about founder versus entrepreneur? Because I like founder because to me, founder is like, it really doesn't matter what job it is. It is a, it is yeah, a department exactly. list job to me. And that's what I love about it is no matter what there is, like that's at the end of the day, it's my responsibility. Yeah. Sure. We have people helping us. Uh, that are in charge of support. But at the end of the day, like we yeah. got to figure that out. Yeah. There's like, no job description. Not necessarily it's, uh, do it. It's but just, exactly. what are we trying to do? How do we do it? You know, it's, it's very, it's very simple. For better, for worse. Yeah. No doubt. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of skeptical of anybody who like gives themselves a bunch of titles. And we've even talked about this in the past with startups, right? Like I have no formal qualifications why I'm should be called CEO and you should be called CFO. Right. But these are the closest things. And also businesses are expected to have somebody. I look of it as more like, oh, this is the person who has the heavy responsibility, not like the glorious like red carpet moments or whatever. It's like payroll mm. and liability 
and signing documents so that you have you know follow through you have to, you have responsibility that's the way I, I look at it is on the responsibility side yeah they talk about that on the the podcast and they were saying also like what there's few industries outside of tech where people refer to themselves as something other than <laughs> what they do for example like a landscaper right yep. they're technically an entrepreneur but they just they don't usually refer to themselves like that, right? So it's it's usually like these certain businesses that get applied this title of entrepreneur, but like, yeah, a plumber or something else. You don't n- normally think of them and they don't n- usually refer to themselves as, as entrepreneurs either. Yeah, so. I, I've talked in the past about, I, I'm a big fan of the Lex Friedman podcast and he has uh, the most recent episode. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm working my way through it because they're so long. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, 226 minutes is this latest episode. It's Stephen Wolfram, Complexity and the Fabric of Reality. So this topic actually came up because Wolfram as like a brand is like multiple businesses. He's a billionaire. It's named after him. uh, And he's well documented for like his ego. So take that for whatever it's worth. But this actually came up in a past interview uh, that, that I listened to with him where it's like, what do you call yourself? Do you call yourself like a computer scientist? Do you call yourself a physicist? Do you call yourself like, what is it? And he says, I tell people I run a technology company and I'm a software engineer, but like I'm I'm many things. So I just say that I run a technology company and I've actually been like dabbling with that as the world has been opening back up and like, you know, inevitably these social conversations happen where it's like, well, what do you do? And what do you do? And Mm. I I, kind of would prefer that that isn't kind of how people communicate with each other in these situations, but it is what it is. I've been kind of dabbling with, oh, I run a technology company. Yeah. I like that. So it's also a really good episode, uh, by the way. They're, they think that they've uh, figured out a fundamental phys- uh, fundamental theory of, of physics that unifies like quantum mechanics with general relativity and kind of figuring out the relationship of gravity there. This is something that is interesting to me to, to put me to sleep at night, but it's... Uh, Two really smart people. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm listening to. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be listening to next, to be honest. We'll see. Whatever I see scrolling and if I see an interesting title, I'm kind of in, I'm looking for new stuff, I think is where, where I'm at now. I'm bored with the, the stuff that I've usually been listening to. Like there's only so much you can listen to about stocks and crypto and stuff. I mean, sure. It's never ending, but it just at a certain point, it's just like, okay, this is just noise. This is more entertainment than actually info. The uh, so. Kara Swisher's uh, Recode interviews with Satya Nadella and Elon Musk were really good. I, I really enjoyed those interviews. And then I also have my side mm-hmm. project podcast, Crypto Art, that's been on pause. My co-host Lizzie had to step away for, for some health reasons. So I'm trying to figure out how to keep that going. I do not want to pod fade it. And it's a very you know interesting topic to the world and to me. So Hit me up if you're listening to this and you're interested in that. Maybe maybe we could work out something as a co-host or collaborator. I'm going to sneak that in there. <laughs> Figure out a way to keep that going. Nice. That's what we're listening to and that's what we're excited to listen to in the near future. Anything else you wanted to cover today, Rock? No, no, no that was good, man. It's good to catch up and talk about shows and stuff. I'll definitely check out the the one on Theranos. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Between Two Mics. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you learned something or we intrigued you a bit, let us know on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn by searching for Squadcast FM. 
And if you want to show the podcast some love, you can leave us a rating or review wherever it is you're listening right now. This show is put together by us, Zach and Rock. It's mixed and produced by Vince Moreno with help from Ariel Nissenblatt. Our logo is designed by Alex Wedby. Since we're a podcast about podcasts, we want to shout out the brands and products that we trust. We're recording using Squadcast.fm, and here's our current stack. For recording, we're using ATR 2100 mics, Apple AirPods Max headphones, and Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 audio interfaces. We edit the show on Adobe Audition, and our hosting site is Simplecast. That's it for us this week. We're back next week with more from Between These Mics.